We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for listening to another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you are well today, whatever it is that you're doing. I often get told that I'm in people's cars. So if I am, I hope I am the best passenger that you have ever had. (laughs) And I hope that you are able to you know, take some mental notes and write them down um, as you're driving along and not, you know, don't do anything dangerous. But um, if maybe if you're sitting down having coffee, I hope whatever it is that you are able to get little nuggets out of each one of these episodes and implement them in your business, because that's the whole point of me bringing you this podcast. I do it to empower business owners and other marketers and in, in thinking differently or, you know, thinking of solving problems, right? That's what we're here to do. So as always, I try and bring you the best guests that I can. And today I think I have a pretty damn good one. She's amazing. And she has been in my world for a lot longer than I actually realized. So today I've got Debbie O'Connor for you. Now, Debbie and I actually met pretty early on into my entrepreneur days, but ironically, we discovered we'd actually met prior to this back in many, many moons ago in a different job where she'd quoted some work for me. So I was so blessed that I could reconnect with Debbie because I'd always gotten a good vibe off her. And I'm excited to bring her to you today because Debbie is a brand strategist by profession and a graphic designer by trade. She's actually even an author of a children's book, and she is definitely an active entrepreneur. She is the founder of multi-award-winning creative studio White River Design and the highly acclaimed brand personality system. She recently launched Brand Magic, a platform to educate creatives in brand archetypes and empower them to create better businesses. She is the branding expert on the Build My Brand 12-part series and the creator of online program Brand Magic Masterclass. Debbie also set up and runs the Creative Fringe, Western Sydney's most inspiring co-working space. So Debbie is very busy. (laughs) Debbie also, she always gives back to her community. And I think that's a huge thing. If you have not connected with Debbie, she runs so many community-driven projects that it's worth a mention in this little, little spiel about her because the work that she does, getting quilts to the homeless and and all sorts of things. She's just such a magical woman. She gets a kick out of empowering her clients through their branding and watching them grow their businesses. She is a charismatic leader who inspires the best in others. This has been evident in the creation of her co-working space, The Creative Fringe. The connections and relationships that Debbie is able to build are strong and long-lasting. Debbie's biggest bugbear is the word can't and lives with her can-do attitude. She is also the mother of two kids, And yeah, she's just an all-round beautiful human, and I'm so excited to bring her to you today to talk all things building a brand with personality. Debbie, thank you so much for joining me on Marketing Espresso today. I'm so grateful that you are here. I'm excited. This is fun, babe. Me too. We've known each other way too long, so I feel like you should have been on the podcast way earlier, but anyway, you're here now. So I'm grateful, and today we have a pretty cool topic that I know that you are super, super passionate about and also the expert in. And that is building a brand with personality. So talk me through this, Debbie. Yeah, well, um, sadly, we only have 10 minutes. I can talk for 10 hours. (laughs) I'm going to crazy it. So basically, building a brand with personality is all about bringing human attributes to your brand. And so what I did a number of years ago, in fact, over a decade ago, is I built a system that is based off Carl Jung's 12 archetypes. So Jung was a psychologist and a philosopher in the early 1900s, and he studied hundreds of personalities. And he determined that there were these 12 key archetypes that keep coming up. Now, the amazing thing about these archetypes is that 
we actually all subconsciously know and understand them, which is the magic of using this when it comes to branding. Mm, Because if I were to say to you, an unruly teenager, a kind, caring nana, and a sexy, svelte young woman, you've conjured up in your mind not only what they look like, but also their personality traits. Yeah, 100%. and so this is this is something that we already know and understand, right? So this rebellious teenager, if I were to say to you, is the rebel archetype, you go, oh yeah, I, I get that. And you know, the kind, caring nana is the caregiver, and the sexy, svelte young woman is the uh, seducer. So now if we take these particular attributes and we apply them to a brand where we're using the colors and the fonts that actually match that personality type, if we are using a language and tone that then matches that personality again, when we create a culture around the business that infuses this personality into it, and then when we ultimately create a brand experience for our customer to have that muscle memory every time they come and they have this amazing brand experience all based on the personality, you now start to create a really cohesive brand that is built with personality. Mm, I love that. And something that I think is so fascinating with this is it, it does humanize the brands. So obviously, then people can kind of you know relate to it a lot better or it resonates with them. And I recently saw you on a masterclass and you said something that sort of blew my mind a little bit. So, I'm going to bring that into the audience and and let you talk about that a little bit. And that was how in businesses where you are separate from the brand, it is about creating a a personality for the brand rather than your personality in the brand. Because I know for me personally, like it's, it's back, it's back to the front. So my personality can shine through. But if I was creating a brand personality for Plum, I might create that a little bit differently if I was going to, you know, grow, plum, employ people and do all that great stuff. So I was hoping you could talk us through that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really important thing for people to remember when they are building a brand because I've actually, what I've done is I've humanized it all. So I've given you examples of actual people because we can relate to that. Now, if we take it and we put it into a brand environment, and I think the example I might've given might've been Richard Branson. Yeah. So if you take Richard Branson, him himself, He is what we would call the explorer brand personality. So the explorer is the thrill seeker, the adventurer. They're independent and they want to go out there and pioneer and do new and exciting things, right? So that is Richard Branson. Virgin, on the other hand, is the rebel. I mean, even the name Virgin in the 80s would have been so taboo, so shocking, shaking things up. And this is what Virgin does. It goes into different industries and it shakes up the status quo. It goes, we actually believe that we can do something differently because there's fundamentally a better way to do it. And we don't we don't care if we shock or upset people along the way, but they do it in such an engaging way that they don't, you know, they don't have to be covered in tattoos to do it. But it's <laughs> the way they go about things. It's it's all about the how, right? And mm. so the rebel is so sorry, virgin is the rebel personality. And you can see that the two are so vastly different. If we take another example, Boost Juice, and if if you're in Australia, in fact, I think Boost is international now, but Boost Juice, Boost, you know, vitality, (laughs) energy, they're fun, they're lighthearted, their colors are bright and vibrant. It doesn't, they don't, the, the brand doesn't take itself that seriously, right? 
So Boost is what we call the entertainer brand personality. However, Janine Ellis herself, she is what we call the innocent. She is all about positivity and optimism and gratitude. And so you can see that once again, the founder has their own personality, but the brand has a completely different personality, which is why Janine has been able to, I think she's actually sold the entire business. She so, still, I actually met her the other week and she's yeah. still got part ownership, but she's like, because I asked her, I said, well, how involved in Boost are you still? And she said, oh, look, not very much at all. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so she's bit. been able to almost extricate herself from it. So she might still have, you know, shares or whatever. But she's not having to run it anymore because she's built a brand completely on its own with its own personality. So anybody can come in and take it over, which is amazing. And I think that does also obviously help when you're selling a business because you like, you know, not every founder's dream is to sell their business, but if it gets big enough and you get to that point, then of course you want to be able to say, well, it's, I'm selling it with this personality and this online presence and this, and it's so much easier, I think, to to build a following and to build a brand when you're so clear about who it's going to be in terms of what its life is going to look like. It's literally, it, I know we say we always say we shouldn't talk about our business as a baby because it's got to evolve and adapt. But I think the one thing that we can humanize and call it a baby in is the personality that we're going to give it when it's born. Yeah. And I think that this is the important part of it is that if you have a personality for your brand, it means that you've got so much structure around it as in, so branding doesn't have to be expensive. Branding just has to be consistent, right? And so if you have this personality to it and you've got a structure in place, you've got your style guide that you give everybody who works in or on the business. So I'm talking about, yes, you might have staff, but if you're a single operator, you might actually outsource to people. Mm. So you might outsource to a social media manager or graphic designer or web developer, whatever it is. But if you've got the strategy in place and you know what the personality is, it means that there is a structure for the language and tone. And so when they come to work and they're putting on the hat of your brand, they then know to bring this particular language and tone when writing social media posts or this particular language and tone or visuals to enhance the personality of the brand when creating graphics for social media websites, whatever the case is. Even down to the bookkeeper, if you've got a bookkeeper that has to interact with your clients because, you know, they're sending out invoices, even the language and tone that they use needs to apply to the brand. And so by being able to put on a persona, we've all experienced this, you know, Halloween or you go to a fancy dress party, (laughs) put on a costume and you can act any way you oh, want. It's right? truly dangerous, actually. It is, but it's <laughs> so much fun. Now, imagine coming to work and being able to put on the presence of the entertainer or yeah. the hero or the magician. It's right? funny because I actually have a jacket and I know you do this with a hat as well at work, right? Yes. I have this one jacket and many, many years ago, I got banned from wearing it because it's this sparkly gold number and every time I put it on, my friends knew that we were in for a really wild, crazy night that could end up anywhere. Amazing. <laughs> because it literally was my fun jacket. Like people yeah. were like, if Beck wears that jacket, she just goes to this other place because I feel sparkly, right? It's and transformative. It, it's it is transformative. So it's so true. If you create that brand and you're so sure of it and it becomes like the hat or the jacket or 
you know, and you can almost feel like you're dressing up in it. Exactly. And it just makes everybody's job so easy. So instead of them trying to figure out what they need to do next, there's this structure in place. Just, just follow this main strategy. Just put on this persona. Use the same language and tone every time because what that does is it creates for your customers this, it feels like they're speaking to somebody who's consistent. Yeah. It makes the brand sound like it is consistently the same. Now, you don't have to say the same things all the time, but by using the same descriptive words and the same language and tone throughout, it makes a cohesive story. It's like we, we've got a, 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 a communal friend, Janine Ghana, and she always uses the term be brilliant. Mm, right. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but if I ever hear anyone saying something about be brilliant, I immediately think yeah. of Jenny because it's her time. language, right? Yeah. It's, it's part of what she brings to everything that she does. And so some people have a particular language. And if you hear somebody else trying to echo them, it doesn't sound right. Like it makes mm. you go, oh, they've been listening to Janine for too long. Yeah. They're trying to be Janine. They can never be Janine. Because she's got her own brand and her own language and her own tone that comes to everything she does. Yeah, it's so true. And it is about that consistency piece too because then people, they know what to expect from you. But the other thing is also when you're so in your zone of this is who we are, this is what we stand for, you also attract people to your business that you want to work with because there is a whole thing that I talk about quite often and I know all of us do in the the entrepreneur space, we say like, if you're putting out there something or you're attracting customers you don't want to work with, something's off. Because the thing is, we do get to pick and choose who it is that matches our businesses because we don't want to work with people that we don't feel like we can help, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you you, you hit the nail on the head. Branding is really about attraction. It's about being that magnet. And so by setting up the right tone and language and how you're going to do things, you're going to attract people who love the how, not the what. Because what is, we all do exactly what our competitors do. You know, every copywriter writes copy, every dentist pulls teeth, every hairdresser cuts hair. Like there's nothing, you're not doing anything different. Your, your, your what stays exactly the same. The how is what changes. How you do what you do is what people are then attracted to. And the how really relates to that personality. You can't understand how you do something differently if you don't understand who you are fundamentally as as a brand and what that personality piece is. So it's, I think it's vital. Yeah, I love that. So tell the audience where they can find out how about these archetypes and how they can actually kind of go on this brand journey. Yeah, so look, a good starting point is to hop onto brandpersonalities.com. If you go there, we've got a website that has a bunch of information, but we also have an online quiz. So people can give it a, give it a go. In the end, it's just an online quiz. It's not a silver bullet. Um, <laughs> if, if they're struggling, the best is to actually come and see me for a consultation and we go through the process. It actually takes about an hour to uncover the personality of the brand because, you know, as a person, when you're going through the quiz, you often choose words that are important to you or you yeah, go, totally. oh, that's me. And you, and you choose that particular word. If you're finding, oh, that's me, that's probably, and you're building a, a, you're trying to find the personality for your brand, that's probably the wrong word to choose because you're basing <laughs> it on you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so look, it's a great place to start and to, to give it a go. It's, it is a little bit of fun as well. But what I would suggest is, number one, take your time. Don't rush through it in five minutes flat because you're unlikely to get a rock solid result. 
The second thing is to always focus on how. How are you doing things rather than what do you do? And the third thing is to find words that fit together like a really nice piece of a puzzle. So what I usually find is that people might choose one particular word for one question. They go to question two and they go, oh, that's a really good word. I want to choose it, but it's so similar to the previous word. I'm not going to choose it. I'm going to choose something completely different. Mm. This is a personality test. It's not a skills test. And so what you want to do is actually find words that fit together to make a really strong personality rather than feeling like, oh, no, I need to diversify. Because what that means is you're then trying to be all things to all people. And we know that if you're trying to do that, you're going to run yourself ragged. It also means you're not going to get a good personality outcome because it's going to be split personality right? And when it comes to business, nobody wants to work with a multiple personality disorder situation. (laughs) You want to know what you're getting each and every time. 100%. So those would be my my little tips for you is if you are going to go through it, keep those things in mind because that will help you get a really solid personality uh, result outcome. Love that. I need to redo it again myself, I think. Um, cool. Because I did, it's been a long time. I think it's been two years since I did it last time. Yeah. And what you'll find is that your personality should stay the same throughout the brand. Your personality shouldn't change. It's like when you were a kid at school and on your kindergarten report, there would be something in there going, Debbie was a tenacious young lady who never stopped talking <laughs> with a creative flair. Right. And so that personality follows you throughout your life. Like that stays the same with you as a human. So it should stay the same with your business as a brand. Yeah. Now, obviously, if there's been a trauma, your personality can change. So I need to put it out there. Um, a personality can change if a trauma has been experienced. Now, from a branding situation for a business, it doesn't, cr- it doesn't have the same trauma that a human would have. Yeah. So keep that in mind that from a brand perspective, the only time a personality in a brand might change is when you're doing a complete rebrand. Yeah, totally. And then, yes, the personality would change. I mean, because that's the thing, right? With a brand personality, you kind of have the choice of like, where am I taking this? Absolutely. It's a little bit beautiful. But as a person, we, I know I, I laugh about the report card thing because... Yeah, I got shipped off to school early because I went to the doctor and I was picking on my sister and my doctor was like, this is back when you could go to school early and they're like, she needs to be in school. And I mean, nothing's changed. I still am very outgoing and, you know, all of the rest. That's it. And, you know, we can go through all different challenges in our lives, but our personality is one of those constants, you know, and unless, as I said, there's a, there is a trauma, it can change. But other than that... It, it's it stays there you yeah. know it's the essence of you and we gotta love and embrace it right yeah we do <laughs> well thank you so much for your time debbie it has been wonderful having you on everyone i'll pop the details for debbie in the show notes and how you can do the brand personalities test it is very fun i love doing it and it's very you'll be like oh i would actually personally recommend doing it for yourself and then also doing it for your business if they're, yeah. if they're not one in the same because that's a really cool exercise to do but i'll pop all those details in the show notes debbie i'm sure you'll be back to chat again It's been wonderful having you here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.